And we are live. Welcome to the Two Guys in a Bed podcast, the official podcast of where reality becomes fantasy. It is Wednesday, October the 13th. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We have got a loaded show today. We are going to fire someone at ESPN. We are going to talk about one of our WRBF managers. Are they cocky? Were they just forgetful? What happened there? And then our co-host has a name that WRBF manager. Speaking of which, introduce, let's introduce Bigfoot's Buck Crumbs. Tyler, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Good to be here. I'm really looking forward to changing that name this week. You almost got your name changed again, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But before we do all that, man, we've got a new sponsor this week. Who is it, Tyler? Yeah, this week's sponsor is Dermacloud Cream, also known as Fanny Cream, you know, for when those butt crumbs just get out of control and unmanageable. Um, if you got kids, you know all about this stuff. Fanny Cream is the best. Uh, if you got kids and you don't know about this stuff, uh, you need to get on Fanny Cream. It, it works wonders. And uh, if you don't have kids and have Fanny Cream at your house, uh, you have some explaining to do. But anyways... <laughs> Uh, it's good for rashes, chafing, and the like, and uh, the way things are going, Sam and Logan, they should probably stockpile up on this stuff because uh, they keep getting smacked around, and it's going to be a long rest of the season. That's and uh, I, I might need a little um, myself for a friend, for a friend. <laughs> right. I need right. a little bit of that, so if they got any extra. Oh, that does, that stuff does work miracles, though, man. Oh, do you have to get that at the pharmacy special, like back in the yeah, back? Yeah, you just like ask them back there. Yeah, yeah they got a compound it back there. And stuff. <laughs> I think the guy that invented it is from Sanford. Nice. Dr. McLeod, yeah. Okay, all right, here we go. Let's, uh, well, thanks, thanks, Dermacloud Cream, for, for hopping on, man. We're, we're glad to have you supporting the show. All right, let's look back at week number five in WRBF. Let's start with my matchup against Dell. I barely beat him 155.32 to 151.26. And here's why someone at ESPN needs to be fired. So I'm watching the game. You know, it's, it's Sunday night, and the Cowboys are – or Sunday evening, and the Cowboys are, are playing the, the Giants. And I have the app, the ESPN Fantasy Football app, on, up, and I'm, I'm looking at the scores. And you know they have that um, – chance of winning like not 50 percent is a 54 percent chance and it's kind of live so as the games are happening that that number will will change and so i'm looking at that and i had a 99 percent chance of winning at at a certain point and the cowboys are driving and zeke scores a touchdown and i think he may even go over 100 yards in that same series so the 99 percent chance goes all the way to dale and so Ooh. he has a 99% chance of winning. And then the games are going on, and the Cardinals are playing too, and DeAndre Hopkins scores a touchdown. And then I have a 99% chance of winning. Ooh, ooh, emotional roller coaster. Such bullshit, man. That that whole percentage <clears throat> in whoever's doing that in ESPN needs to be fired because it wasn't really a 99% chance. There, I mean, like you said, it's getting my, my emotions going, and it's not accurate. They need to get rid of it. Maybe they look at numbers kind of like whose line is it anyway points. They just make them up. <laughs> yeah. Don't really matter. Right. Exactly. 
ah, like two unicorn toenails. What do you, what do you always right. say? <laughs> right. Well, how does that transfer? Yeah. Change rate? <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And um, I want to make, I want to mention that I scored my highest point total of the season. I'm really excited about that. I'm really pumped. I hate Dell loss like that. It's a, t- it's a bad beat, but we have an even worse one that we'll get to a little bit later. Um, speaking of, of getting beat pretty badly, you lost to, to Tucker, 144.5 to 100.9. You were almost 50 again, but you didn't get beat so by So close. So close. You still have the name Bigfoot's Butt Crumbs, which is yes. Crazy. So let me ask you this. If I would have gotten 50 again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and gotten changed again, mm-hmm. I guess what, I've, what I have – if I would won my next game, then I want to revert. All right. So let's say Tucker named me to something, you know, whatever rainbow unicorns. Mm-hmm. And then would I have to win again. If I won the first time I'd go back to Bigfoot's butt crumbs and then I'd have to win again to go back to. I really, I really think so. I love that. I, I really think that needs to be a new rule because, you know, Chris, if you would have gotten beaten by 50 with Tucker, it, Chris would have gotten short change if you would have won again. I, I, know, you know? I know. He wouldn't have gotten to enjoy that because, you know, I know that Crumbs just opens up his app and, like, giggles <laughs> every time he sees Bigfoot's butt crumbs. I know he does. I know he does. He's giggling That's, right now. Man, we all do. Chris. We all do. We all giggle when we see your name when we open the app. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's a good one. That is a good one. <laughs> Oh, and speaking of the whole chance of winning thing, you had a 4% chance of winning going into the Monday night game when all your players had already played. You were done, mm-hmm. and Tucker still had Hollywood Brown in the Colts defense, and he was up nine points. He was up nine points, <laughs> and, you, and you still had a 4% chance. I still had – they – I guess that there was a chance that, you know, Hollywood Brown just took a handoff and fumbled four times in a row, and then <laughs> – the Colts, you know, ended up going into negative points. I don't understand, man. That's why I don't trust that those percentages. I try to not even look at that. That's smart. They need to be fired. All right. Uh, Tim lost again. Oof, he loses to Kevin 126.38 to 87.76. Uh, oh, oh, and so mentioned I mentioned earlier there was a manager who was he just forgetful or are they just ballsy? Mm-hmm. But Kevin, I don't know if you noticed, but he did not start a defense against him. I did notice. I did notice. And then I saw, you know, I was like, well, maybe he's going to throw – maybe he'll pick up, like – because I looked. I looked for the Monday night game. The only defense that was available was the Chiefs. Uh-huh. So I was like, maybe he's going to pick up the Chiefs. But then when I looked and, you know, just to see, he wouldn't have been able to pick them up. It wouldn't have gone through until Wednesday. So he was uh-huh. – he was stuck. So I don't know if that was that forgetful. Was that just Kevin flexing on the new commish trying to establish <laughs> dominance? I don't know. I don't have no idea. That would have been a better answer. But I reached out to Kevin. He said that when Russell Wilson got hurt Thursday night, the best quarterback on waivers to get before the weekend was Heineke. But since most of his players were locked because of the Thursday night game, he had to either drop the Titans defense, Latavius Murray, Emmanuel Sanders, or Alexander Madison. So he figured he would drop the best thing and just drop the, the Titans defense and run with yeah. that one. We'll we'll get back to that quarterback pickup here in a, a little yeah. bit. Yes, yes. All right, let's move on. Uh Nick beat Chris 166. Wow, point seventy two to 161.06. All right, and we got our first caller into the show. I have that was, not that was a heavyweight bout, man. That was good. No that was doubt. good to watch. 
And speaking of, you know, all these points scored, Nick calls, he's got to call into the show and he's going to talk about all these points that were scored in his game. All right. I haven't listened to this whole thing. So this is going to be my first time hearing it too. All, all right. right. Listen, hey, before you do this, yeah, yeah. I, I was watching this game. I was watching this score of this game, you know, mm-hmm. kind of playing along at home since I was completely out of contention of winning. Okay. And I was like, man, Lamar Jackson's. He scored another touchdown. Man, this is awesome. Oh, it was to Mark Andrews. Ooh. Yeah. So. Nick tied in. Yeah. So, and, and and who has Lamar Jackson? I don't even remember. Is it Chris? Uh, yeah, it's Chris. Yeah. That's, mm, that's tough. Crumbs. Right, let's, let's hear what Nick has to say here. Hey, two guys. Excellence of execution here. It sucks to score 150 points and lose, but it sucks even harder to score 160 points and lose which is exactly what happened to Chris this weekend. The last time someone scored more than 160 points in a losing effort was Dale. Week four of the 2018 season, he scored 161.58, bested by Callahan, 163.22. I remember that. In fact, is the record for most points in a losing effort. Chris almost beat his brother's record having scored 161.08, a half a point difference. It's only the second time in the history of the league that someone who scored 160 points lost. Dude, that's what makes our league so freaking awesome, man. Everybody is just so into it. Like, Nick's over here digging through the records and looking up the highest point total in a losing effort, and – calling in and telling us about that man that's awesome dude so shout out to nick for doing that that research and and adding some stuff to the podcast i appreciate that nick man that's a tough loss for chris it wasn't the worst loss you know ever in the in in the history of the league so shout out to you for beating dale back in the day and giving giving dale that whooping but you know i hate it for dale hate it for chris but a shout out to nick yeah 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 that's cool all right, uh, so Ryan. Next up, Ryan beat Sam, one forty-five point eighteen to eighty-one point ninety-two. And your lock of the week from last week hit again, man. Ryan did cover mm-hmm. the twenty-six point spread, and mm-hmm. Ryan was able to change Sam's name to Donkey Doo Doo. <laughs> <laughs> like it? Yeah, it's pretty great. Los Burros Caca. <laughs> <laughs> yeah see him and chris did a great job of changing someone's name to both like play on their team name and their opponent's team yes. name that's great it's like levels to it it's a great reflection of the t- <laughs> of the team that that calls that name change just to remind you remind yeah, that's right gave you that beat down that's right <laughs> it was the los boros yes ah donkey doo doo that's a great one that's a good one. nice nice ryan i like it I like it. All right. And in the last matchup, Steve beat Logan 168.38 to 121.58. Good grief, Steve. Mm. Up some points, man. Yeah, almost 50. And I mean, that, that's that's pretty close, too. All right. So uh, we have another call into the show. Steve <laughs> has got some. I haven't listened to this one either. So I have no idea what he's going to be talking about. Mm. But uh, are you ready? You ready? Earmuffs. Earmuffs. All right. Here we go. What's up, WRBF champ here? I thought I would call in and kick off the Clint Sucks portion of the podcast, which I'm thoroughly enjoying this year. Um, 
kind of reaching back to the archives. I think it would be cool if we kind of all, since we didn't get the podcast last year because Clinton was a jerk about it, I, I think know. it would be cool to kind of uh, reach back and find some of the more painful losses from last year or really any time in his uh, history in WRVF. Super. And so I'm going to kick that off. I'm just going to go reach back to the archives here. Last year, the loss that started them all, uh, week one against Ryan, a uh, guy he's been bagging on for years. Ryan beats Clint week one last year, 112.6 to 111.58. 1.02-point loss. Still hurts. Uh, mm. Looks like uh, Ryan's defense, the Ravens, beat up on the Cleveland Browns. That kind of made a difference for him there. Other than that, not a lot going on on Ryan's team that week. No surprise. Uh, <laughs> Clint uh, had at least three guys on his bench, it looks like, that could have won him the game. Um we probably should have seen the writing on the wall with this first loss to Ryan, but who knew that it would lead to 11 historic 11 losses for Clint last year. Mm. Mm. Anyway, I uh, just thought I would bring that nice painful memory back up for Clint. I encourage all of you to do the same. There's plenty of them out there. Uh, if you guys want to uh, make a contribution to the Clint sucks portion of the podcast, I suggest you Google the name Kendall Hinton. Uh, you'll get plenty. Of yes. Um, anyway, have a good rest of the season and I uh, look forward to hearing more about how Clint sucks every week. Later, guys. Oh, that was great. Oh, I love going back and ripping those band-aids. <laughs> Man, that is a great idea. I, now I have something to do this weekend. All right. So I don't know what hurts worse. That is all. Is Kendall anything? He works Him. at the. Uh, he doesn't Kendall? He's the guy that works at the uh, Hillcrest dump. He's like the guy that's <laughs> not, not putting tires and oil in there. Isn't that what he does? Oh, God. Okay, so. Oh, that was great. Good call, Steve. Thanks for calling in, bud. I don't even know how to respond to that. Um, it, it, and we've, we, I mean, you, you, we've had this conversation before. Like, does it hurt worse getting beat by, like, 0.5 points or getting beat by, like, 80? And the obvious answer is getting beat by, like, a point or, or fewer. And it, mm-hmm. and for Steve to go back and and talk about something that happened like way way long time ago, like ten months ago, and bring right. up that painful memory way back then. That hurt. That hurt. That hurt. And I and and that quarterback for Denver, he was going to be like he was going to like. Oh God, I thought he was going to be so good that week, and then he didn't. <laughs> All right, thanks, Steve. Thanks for calling in, bud. Thanks, Steve. Um, you must you must have been getting your insight from his mom or grandma or something <laughs> from Grammy. My baby's gonna be awesome. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. All right, dude. All right, let's let's move on. Let's. All right, that's enough of my punishment segment. Let's move on to something new, man. This is exciting. I'm really excited for you to talk about this. It's something new that you're bringing to the league. I I've had a chance to look at it briefly. But I want you to tell everybody what, you, what you've got going on. Um, Tyler, what have you been working on, man? All right. So I've been uh, putting together a, um, some stats, some data from, from the league. And I guess Tucker's panties will get all in a wad if I don't also re-mention that this was his original idea. Oh. So, you know, whatever, a few years ago. <laughs> Whatever, suck it, Tucker. All right. So, anyways, <laughs> I put this. I put this spreadsheet together. You know, like, what if, what if we did um, the top six scorers, okay, for the week, get a win, um, and you know, compare our our weekly score, our 
and add those uh, weekly records to our head-to-head schedule that, that we actually play in fantasy football, how would that affect our overall outcome? You know, Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. So yep. the top six points get, a, get, a, get an extra win. The bottom six would then get a, a loss. So you basically have a who you're playing head-to-head and then how you did compared to the rest of the league. Okay, you know? gotcha, gotcha. So I've gone through and and put together this spreadsheet, and I'll send the link out in the chat uh, so you can check it out. I I wanted to wait till after the podcast to do that, but I've gone in here and I've got some interesting takeaways from this. Okay. Right? So so here's um, I, I compared <clears throat> what the weekly standings. If we took that overall record of head to head plus weekly scoring and and ta- compiled those to an overall record, and then I kind of ranked everybody, projected standings uh, based on that, and then compared that to what ESPN's current, um, you know, playoff projections would be. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yep. All right. So here are my key takeaways. One of, one of the biggest things is uh, Dale has gotten – has been in the top six in scoring four of five weeks. So that would give him four extra wins, which would take his record from three and two to seven and three. So someone like Dale, who's had some bad luck and some like bad past, beats. Yeah, bad beats. Like it's past week, he scored 151 points and lost. And like he would really benefit from this system where he would get some yeah, extra because <clears throat> that's right. Right now, if you look at this, he would have the he'd be the third best uh, team. And I took points for as the tiebreaker there. Okay, I see it. Um, so he would be ranked three. And then if you look at the projected playoffs uh, matches, he would get a, a seven seed. Okay, gotcha. So that's one of the takeaways. Another big takeaway is uh, that Chris is, is getting the shaft. Okay. Um, you know, and not like he's used to getting it. <laughs> you know, like right now, he has, um, according to the – adjusted standings he has the fourth best record but he's currently not in the playoffs so he would be the fourth ranked team but then he's not even in the playoffs right now man so so this if we were to implement something like this this would dramatic drastically change the playoff seedings and yeah potentially you know just something to think about i wanted to at least have some to bring it to the table, I wanted it to not be in theory to have it, you know, have some data to go along with it to support yeah, it. So, right. And then another, here's a couple other takeaways. Uh, Tim is coming out on top and not the way he's used to be in the top. You know what I mean? Uh, Tim right now has the, according to these standings, he would be the eighth best team in the league, but currently through ESPN projections and how we have our playoff set up. He's a number three seed. Because he's at the top of his division. Right. At three and two. <clears throat> yeah. Right. But if That's we right. add if we add these uh wins and losses to it, he would be five and five and put yes. him at the eight seed. Interesting. At the eight seed. That's right. Yeah. And then uh another takeaway is uh Logan and Sam are still fighting it out for who's uh the bottom. <laughs> And and not the way they're used to fighting for who's the bottom. I love it. Um, you know, basically after running their teams through this uh, scenario, their teams are 
um, not surprisingly, still hot garbage. They still suck. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, that Logan has gotten zero extra. He has not scored in the top six all season long. So, even if you're bad, if we were to implement this new system, he would, they would still be bad. It's yeah, not like still, we would. It, it doesn't make bad teams good. Yeah. So, right. it's not like fairy dust. Right. It doesn't give anybody an unfair advantage over anyone else. Right. Yeah, that's right. It's just it, kind of normalizes things and, yeah. you know. Now, it, it, I love it, and I love that you've done this, and I think everybody else is going to love checking it out too. If we were to implement this, this does take away some of the luck factor out of, like, who you're, who you're playing that week, you know, playing the guys in front of you, whatever. Um, but, I mean – yeah, I know. I think I think that is that's something to think about. And, you know, it also, uh, you know, if you have one division that's just much stronger than all the other divisions, you know, like let's say the Brett Favre division, right? So no. it, you have tough, tough competition every week. You, it mm-hmm. kind of, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, I'm looking at the projected final standings, and there's only one player out of the best division that's not going to make the playoffs. Logan is the only one in the Barry Sanders division that wouldn't make the playoffs. I was actually hoping that you would not uh, look at that, uh, that part of the spreadsheet. So, yep, I loved it. Let's let's go ahead and do it. Let's just go ahead and <laughs> run with it. let's run with it. I think Tim will approve it. Oh man, that's cool, Anyways. dude. I cool. I appreciate you sharing that. That's awesome, dude. Uh, so let's move on to week six. We've got some great matchups coming up. I go up against Nick. Sam goes up against Tucker. Steve's going up against Kevin. Chris goes up against Logan. Ryan versus Dell. And you go up against Tim. So looking at those matchups, and I don't know if you have it pulled up. Let me see if I can grab the game lines here. Uh, you are right now, you are two and one. In the gambling, the gambling segment so far, dude, you're doing pretty good. You've you've made money, I would say. You've made money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, are you just gonna take the easy way out and pick whoever's going up against Sam again, like <laughs> you've been doing? Uh, are you gonna be bold and make a bold prediction here? Uh, it looks like, man, there is a twenty. Sam against Tucker is like almost a thirty point spread in that game. Jeez, always. Sam's only projected to score ninety five points. Um, See, that, that's easy money. That's easy money. Wow. Um, I, I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to mix it up. I'm not right. going to, you know. All right, who you got? Who I'm you not going to just take the easy way out all the time. Okay. I'm going to gamble that. a little bit. I appreciate I'm gonna gamble. that. I'm going to go with <laughs> – this is not going to sound – I'm going to go money in the bank, cash bet, got to have it, mm-hmm. is going to be Chris over Logan. Chris over Logan. I'll write that down. Yeah. Right now. And that's not, I mean, that's not too much different than picking against Sam because it's, you know, it's the Logan's team. And right now, Chris only has eight players going and he's still a uh, one point favorite. So. <laughs> yeah. Right. So right now, Chris is only projected, projected to get 118 and Logan's 117. So it's like a zero, it's like a one point difference, but that, that'll change once Chris. Fills out his lineup, hopefully. or maybe maybe Chris is just gonna like flex on Logan. Like, check this out, nephew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not even just not even start a defense and win. I love it. Oh, I can't wait, man. Well, I'm excited to see how that plays out. All right, Dookie Award. We've got a couple Dookie Award candidates. Uh, it looks like you've already got one picked. 
So I'm not going to spoil it. Who's it going to be? Who is the big Dookie Award winner this week? So this week's Dookie Award winner is going to go to mm-hmm. a man that either felt so cocky that he didn't need a defense or just flat out forgot to put one in. But you've already explained the situation, so that's not it's not either of this. That's not the reason um, why? But that's not the reason why he's getting the Dookie Award. Okay, okay, okay. He's getting the Dookie Award because Kevin – Congratulations, sir. Picked up a Washington football team quarterback on a Saturday for $15. When do, when do waivers run? What day? They start today, Wednesday. 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 Mm-hmm. So, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> hey, bud. On Saturday, no one's dro- – unless someone got injured at Friday's practice, no one's dropping $15 on a Saturday. So you're saying he could have got him for a lot cheaper than that. He could have got him for a lot cheaper than that. Uh, you know, I don't know. That's all right. Well, Kevin, wrap my head around it. Congratulations, man! You're this week's Dookie Award winner. Yeah. Hey, right. wash your hands before you go uh, back <laughs> digging in someone's mouth. Now. <laughs> all right, man. You've got a gif in here uh, in our little notes where the guy like excited, rubbing his hands together. I'm I'm anxious to find out. Like you've got. The guest that WRBF manager segment. Right, hang on, let me get this ready. Hang on. Guess that WRBF manager. All right, all right, man. You, you got it this week. I'm excited. I have no idea. All right, nothing all right yeah, yeah. Here. This is this is you don't know about this. You don't know about this. All right. So this suggestion was sent in um, by someone else in the league and. Okay. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know if you'll be able to tell okay. or not. All right. So um, I didn't choose this as my slam dunk lock of the week because of this. Um, but, you know, you're playing Nick and obviously Nick's going to crush you. Um, uh-huh. But can you. And uh, can you name a WRBF team that has never beaten the excellence of execution. <laughs> he's he's zero and six against. Like you're setting me up to name myself because I'm playing him this weekend. Uh, but I'm pretty sure I've beaten Nick before. I beat him in the championship for my first championship with Mike Vick. When when he had Mike Vick and I remember Monday Night Football they played against the Packers. I remember winning it. I've beaten him before. I do. I I do have a hint if you would like it. No no no. Hang on. Let me let me let me think about this. Never beaten Nick. So I would imagine it's a relatively new team because they've had fewer opportunities to play him. Okay. So in my head, I'm thinking you're showing your you're showing your work. I'm just, exactly I'm thinking Sam has a great possibility to be that manager. Um Steve is another kind of new guy. Um uh, Kevin I'm going to lock it in and say Sam has never beaten Nick. Sam. All right. That's his guess. So if you're playing along at home, who in our league has never beaten Nick? I will give you all a hint now. It is a two time champ. Oh, shoot. And it is actually our current champ, Steve. What? The Vandalay Latex salesman. Wow. They've never defeated. They have never tasted victory wow. against Nick. Nice stat of the week. Wow, who's who's sitting in, Steve? I guess. 
Uh, nope, that would be Nick. Oh, Nick. Oh, okay. Yeah, Nick Fletcher. That's why I left out the part. Um, the actual, the actual message was something like, you know, we all know with Nick being on his way to the championship. Blah 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 blah. I left that part out because you know. Yeah, well, I mean, his team is is looking pretty good. Um, not gonna lie, I've been impressed with the amount of points he's able to put up on a consistent basis, uh, especially with the running backs that he has. I mean. Cordero Patterson's been a, a stud for him. He's on a bye this week, so and and let's not let's not end this podcast without talking about that trade that just went through, where Sam mm. and Nick traded. Uh, Sam got uh, Darrell Williams, and Nick got Stefan Diggs. How is that a fair trade? <laughs> I have no idea. It's I not. Have no idea. I get that oh. Sam has. CEH on his team, Clyde Edwards Alaire. And I get that he's out and Sam desperately needs a running back. But Stefan Diggs is a top five wide receiver. On, yeah. I mean, on a team that is putting up the most points every week, the best offense in the league. They just beat the Chiefs. That's not fair. Yeah. That's not fair. I don't get it. I don't get it. I guess maybe Sam's planning on him being his keeper next year for five dollars i have no idea that's the only i can't even wrap my head around that <clears throat> well all right man well dude did, did, I, maybe nick maybe nick like sent him a bottle of bourbon or something oh sweeten that deal that is probably mm, mm, that's that I, could be it now hey just so you know nick and steve do play this year in week 14, Ooh. last week of the season. So we may have to come back and touch on that and see how that plays out. Excited, man. Well, dude, I appreciate – dude, I feel like I was the co-host this this episode, man. You're the one doing all the work, dude. That's awesome, man. I appreciate everything, dude. Yeah, yeah, man. And I appreciate you guys listening to the Two Guys in a Bed podcast, the official podcast of where reality becomes fantasy. <laughs> Wow.